Hello, everyone, and welcome to the EC Daily Devotional Podcast. This is Pastor Jonathan, and today we are covering Numbers chapter 7, which is quite a long chapter in in itself, so I think that's why there's just one for our daily readings day. But what a what a blessing it's been to walk through the book of Numbers so far. And we're seeing as we look from Numbers 1 through 10, Israel's preparation to leave Mount Sinai and march towards the promised land in Canaan. And so we've seen this time build up and in Numbers chapter 7, there is this consecration and anointing of the tabernacle. And you have this offering that's given from the 12 tribes of Israel by the chiefs over those tribes. And this is quite an incredible chapter when you really look at all the things that go into it. I want to point out a few things today and then make some application to us. And I I trust that this time will, will bless us. So let's start here and look in Numbers chapter 7 at the beginning. It says that on the day when Moses had finished setting up the tabernacle and had anointed and consecrated it with all its furnishings and had anointed and consecrated the altar with all its utensils, the chiefs of Israel, heads of their father's houses, who were the chiefs of the tribes, who were over those who were listed, approached and brought their offerings before the Lord. And so they bring offerings and the offerings are six wagons and 12 oxen, a wagon for every two of the chiefs and for each one an ox. They brought them before the tabernacle. And then God says to Moses, accept these from them that they may be used in the service of the tent of meeting. Give them to the Levites, to each man according to his service. Now, here's what's interesting. I think we need to make an important um, viewing point here, because this is going to play a really important role as the history of Israel unfolds in a certain aspect here. So look what it says about where these, um, these oxen go, where these wagons go to. Now look what it says here in verse 7. Two wagons and four oxen he gave to the sons of Gershon, according to their service. Four wagons and eight oxen he gave to the sons of Merari, according to their service, under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. But to the sons of Kohath he gave none, because they were charged with the service of the holy things that had to be carried on the shoulder. Now that's important, because we know that later... In Israel's history, when David is king and the ark is brought back into Jerusalem, are the Kohathites carrying the cart or carrying the ark of the covenant on their shoulder? They are not. They had tried to devise a new way to, to do it, a more maybe efficient way, and they put the ark on a cart. What happens? The oxen stumbles, the ark begins to fall, Uzzah reaches out his hand to stop it. And touches the ark, and the Lord strikes him dead. And we've talked about this in our second Samuel series, but God gave clear instructions about how the ark was to be moved. And as we've noted throughout this time in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, the Lord describes and prescribes how he ought to be worshiped and obeyed 
And when we do not do that, the Lord is just and right to do whatever he does to sinful people who disobey him. And so Uzzah was not being obedient. He was being disobedient when he touched the ark because of what was commanded right here in Exodus, Leviticus, and and in our text today in Numbers. The Kohathites were to carry the ark on their shoulders, and they weren't doing that later, as we see specifically in 2 Samuel. But as we go on, we see that each of the 12 tribes of Israel, represented by their chief, their chief gives an offering to the tabernacle. And we see that there's a repetition here. And so over and over and over, we see the same thing. So I'm going to read the first one and then know that each chief gives the same exact thing. So this is 12 times over. So on, we see in verse 12, the first offering. He who, he who offered his offering the first day, so over the course of 12 days, we see this. The first day was Nashon, the son of Amminadab of the tribe of Judah. And his offering was one silver plate whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver basin of 70 shekels according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for the grain offering, one golden dish of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull from the herd, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Nishon, the son of Amminadab. So for the next 11 days, so 12 days total, the chiefs of the tribes of Israel give this same exact offering from their tribe to the tabernacle. Now this is quite an offering, and it doesn't withhold. And they make the different offerings that were listed that that Sam laid out for us earlier in our devos. Man, that was such a good insight to how these offerings were to uh, obey God, but then also uh, to restore relationship with God. And and these offerings are doing that uh, for the 12 tribes of Israel. They're saying, God, we, we desire to obey you with our whole hearts, with everything that we have, with all that we are. We desire to obey you. And where we have fallen short, we want to do what you have commanded to restore relationship with you. So for these 12 days, they do this. And I love how the text sums up what they've done. Just so we're clear of all that happens, it says, starting in verse 84, this was the dedication offering for the altar on the day when it was anointed from the chiefs of Israel, 12 silver plates, 12 silver basins, 12 golden dishes, each plate weighing 130 shekels and each basin 70. All the silver of the vessels... 2,400 shekels according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The 12 golden dishes full of incense, weighing 10 shekels apiece according to the shekel of the sanctuary. All the gold of the dishes being 120 shekels. All the cattle for the burnt offering, 12 bulls, 12 rams, 12 male lambs a year old with their grain offering, and 12 male goats for a sin offering. And all the cattle for the sacrifice of peace offerings, 24 bulls, the rams, 60, the male goats, 60, the male lambs a year old, 60. This was the dedication offering for the altar after it was anointed. The people of Israel, just like when they were giving for the construction of the tabernacle, now in the consecration of the tabernacle, 
they give and give abundantly because they delight in the Lord. I pray that that is said of us. I just, I think when when we think about worshiping the Lord, I pray that we all, the people of God, say what it says in Psalm 103, where it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his name. All that is within us, bless his name. All that we are and all that we have, we say, Lord, it is yours. Do with it as you please. There is nothing that is ours that God has not given. There is nothing that we have that we could give to God that he does not already own. And so we can't, as Romans 11 says, we can't give a gift to God that we might be repaid. He's never in debt to us. And because that is true, we, like the people of Israel, should in our worship of God and and in obedience to God, we should say, all that we have is yours. My house, my family, my hobbies, my talents, my gifts, anything that I have is yours, God. I want to do with it whatever it be for your glory alone. I love how this chapter ends. In verse 89, when Moses went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from the mercy seat that was on the ark of the testimony from between the two cherubim, and it spoke to him. And what a blessing it is that God did not withhold his voice from the people of Israel. Church, God does not withhold his voice from us. You want to hear God speak? Well, throughout all of history, he has recorded his revealed word to us, and we have it in sacred scripture. If you want to hear God speak today, like God spoke to Moses, open your Bible, read it, and hear God speak to you through his divinely inspired word. (laughs) My last encouragement to you is, I love that in this chapter, not one tribe of Israel is left out from their offering. And as Aaron said, uh, Pastor Aaron said a couple of days ago, we need each other. There, every church member is important. As Paul would quote later, when one member suffers, we all suffer. When one member rejoices, we all rejoice. And so, church, if one tribe of Israel didn't do their job, you know, the whole people of Israel would suffer because of that. And in the same manner, church member. When you don't show up, when you aren't serving, when you aren't plugging in, you're not just suffering yourself for lack of community, but you're causing the people of God to suffer because you have been uniquely gifted by the Holy Spirit in a way that serves to be an eye, an ear, an arm, a leg, whatever it might be in the body of Christ, and to not show up and to not serve is to deny the rest of the body of Christ the gift that you've been given by God. So let's all together serve our King who is worthy of it all. I love you, church. Have a blessed day. I pray that we use this text to be the people that God has called us to be. May, may we say together, bless the Lord, O my soul. Let all that is within me bless His holy name. I love you guys and girls. Have a great day. 
and uh, let's go be the church God has called us to be.